0: This is an exclusive presentation of 1520 WBZW, Salem Media
1: Sports, all rights reserved. Welcome to the 2017 Blue Darter Football Preview Show on 1520 WBZW with Roger Franklin Williams. Featuring special guest John Peary, editor of the Apopka Chief in Flander, Russell Wombles, the new athletic director at Apopka High School, plus a few surprises. The 2017 Blue Darter Football Preview Show is brought to you by Porky's Real Pit Barbecue, Dr. St. Germain Chiropractic, and Bird Fan Orlando, Florida Door Solutions, and Charlie Granger's Hot Dogs, Brisket, and Barbecue. This is the 2017 Apopka Blue Darter Football Preview. And now, here's Roger Franklin Williams.
2: Now let's go to John Perry. And, you know, John, of course, I think you know, the big topic right now is football getting started. first day of practice was Monday, July 31st. And why don't we start by just giving us kind of your assessment of Apopka football coming out of spring football.
3: Well, obviously, in the spring game itself against Orange City University, Apopka did very well uh, offensively, especially late. I mean, uh, you know, it's was, it was a tight game till about middle of the fourth quarter, and Apopka scores two late touchdowns to, to win what seemed it handily, you know, uh, but uh, uh, David Davis-Hamilton uh, obviously had a huge game, 300, almost almost 400 yards. I don't remember the number off the top of my head. Um, but just, you know, a really smooth-looking uh, runner, uh, and, and he just was able to lead the offense. He's just a, he's just a sophomore now, you know, once school officially opens next uh, week for Monday. But, uh, you know, there's some others who were – not able to play in the spring game for various reasons, and they'll be a, they'll be back, uh, you know, or, or will be not necessarily back, but a couple of them are, are will be sophomores themselves. You know, the one thing about the this team offensively is that the the offensive line is veteran as, as they come. They're all coming back, um, and, and just some really, you know, uh, Will Barnes, Ed Montelese lead the way in terms of. People knowing who they are, recruiting uh, circles, and that type of thing. But uh, you know, I know uh, Rick Darlington. Coach Rick Darlington loves you know Cedric Bradford. Fact, uh, he was all, all district, first. Yeah, all and, and, right and, and you know Jake Coggle at center and Will Peterson. Uh, they're 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 all. It should be a very solid offensive line for Apopka. Uh, the opposite holds true in the skill positions. Uh, you know, there's, there's not any seniors in the skill positions uh, who will be starters anyway. You know, there's some guys who will probably see some playing time back there who might be seniors. But uh, there's only actually only one of them who's going to be a junior. So uh, they're most all sophomores. So, you know, there are three more years, uh, assuming everything goes correctly, you know, outside of injuries and whatnot. Uh, where where a skill guys are, are gonna be able to, to put up some pretty good numbers. That being said, you know, next year the offensive line will be the issue. So, you know, it's 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 you know, it's rarely altogether uh there, but of course you, know, you may not want that anyway, if uh you've got all seniors uh, senior, you know, nine out or, or ten starters on on offense or seniors. Then next year, <laughs> who knows what might happen? Uh, and, and I know coaches, good coaches, look at that. And I know Rick Darlington does about who's going to start even before this year, during this summer. Well, I know he he, he 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 is already the, thinking the about fresh, the who, who will be who will be playing for him in 2018 uh, when the season rolls around. So anyway, that's that's uh, you know some of my thoughts, but uh, you know the. They've they've had some contact during the summer, uh, football wise, but that was at the FCA camp and it's limited. But there's a little bit, and and you know with some of these guys, they know the coaches know who can play. But uh, on on you know next Monday is when contact starts at full pads, and and uh, that's the, you know separate the men from the boys, as they say, the wheat from the chaff, uh, perhaps, and and just be able to find out who can play on on. Uh, uh, when it comes to giving out the legs and not not just in shorts or seven on seven type stuff.
2: We're speaking with John Perry on Blue Daughter Sports Central. We're coming to you live from Porky's Original Barbecue right in the heart of downtown Apopka, 256 East Main Street. Come up and join a lunch with us after the show. We're also speaking with Mark Washington. He's joining us and he's representing Apopka Blue Daughter basketball and Wolf Lake Middle School basketball. Now, John, why don't we talk about specifically. Jacory and Davis Hamilton because you know for I think most people you know I'm sure you were aware of him and people that are very close to the program knew about him but uh, I think a lot of us were you know didn't know about Jacory and Davis Hamilton at all and he had a really phenomenal spring game now granted it is a spring game and you know it doesn't count on any standings or anything but still three in the neighborhood of 380 yards and three touchdowns over 67 yards, uh, certainly is, is something to talk about.
3: Oh, absolutely. I, you know, it, and it's, again, it's a quality opponent. Um, it's just like the the you know preseason game against Mainland, and, and that will be even more intense. That will be played for all practical purposes like the regular season game. It just won't count that way. Uh, and, and the spring game was pretty much that way too. Uh, you know, Cypress Creek will have to forgive me, but, uh, you know, Papa wasn't playing Cypress Creek. And putting up 300 plus rushing yards by one guy for for the spring game. They're playing Orange City University, eight and two last year. Uh, not a world beater, uh, but but a very very good program and, and, a, and a young program, you know, less than 10 years old. And, and they're doing. Uh, they they built it into a, a consistent winner so far over in that that neck of the woods over in Volusia slash Seminole district.
2: Now, and now, tell us a little bit more about Ja'Corian Davis Hamilton. I mean, I, I'm sure you were aware of him on freshman team, and you know, obviously, he wound up in the qu- quarterback position. So, obviously, he's gotten Coach Darlington's attention. Um, but uh, you know, certainly, you know, most people are not aware of him at all. Yeah, he, all he, he was
3: uh, for he was uh, ran the offense for the freshman team last season, 2016, and so you know, he, he was a natural fit to to with the losing uh you know Demetri Burch and Deshaun Massey and a couple and Jordan Thompson in the backfield he was a natural uh to be able to come in and step into the one of those roles and so um he's doing that now you know there's there's some things he's going to learn and needs to learn and improve on and that type of thing but uh uh you know he's he's got the ability obviously uh, to To be able to to run the offense and know what to do because they're running the basics of it on, at the freshman level and then and then uh, of course it expands somewhat uh, at the varsity level but uh, you know they they will continue to to uh, <laughs> as much uh, diversify that offense that single wing offense and, and then the more he learns the the more they're able to do that type of thing and you know sometimes you just running the, the basics are fine. Uh, because that's what a Popka does best. But, uh, you know, there, there will be it'll, – it'll be a run – it's always going to be a run-oriented offense under Rick Darlington. Uh, you know, passing will be, uh, I'll say sporadic at best, but uh, I always joke around that the best time to see the Popka passing game is either during practice or pregame warm-ups uh, because they tend to practice more of that uh, than any, anything, uh, especially for the pregame stuff. But, you know, uh, Ja'Cory and Davis-Hamilton is, I think – I mean – he looks like a star in the making to me. I mean, he was also
2: three for three passing with right. a touchdown.
3: And, and you know, it, it doesn't. Uh, you know, a, a Rick Darlington' offense is not a star laden offense. It's very. You might have three one thousand yard rushers, but they're also very good blockers, or they're not playing. You know, so uh, I, you've got to you've got to be able to do it all in, in, uh, under Rick. And, and you know, I expect that all these guys they've got in the backfield will, will be able to do it. You know, there's uh, of course Jackson Darlington. Uh, uh, Rick Darlington's uh, third son, it is, is, will be back in the offensive backfield again. Uh, a young man named Akeem Brown, who was out of spring practice uh, in the spring game, uh, he'll be there and and uh, they're looking for some good things from him. So uh, I, I think the especially this year, I think the Apopka offense, as long as the young guys can in the skill positions can can not make mistakes and, and do like you know they can learn the offense and and they will have had a chance to do that. Um, if they perform like they're capable physically, uh, this offense could put up some pretty big numbers.
2: We're speaking with John Perry on Blue Darter Sports Central. We're coming to you live from Porky's Original Barbecue. Stick around and have a, join us for lunch after the show. We're also joined by Mark Washington representing Blue Darter Basketball and Wolf Lake Middle School Basketball. I want to let you know that Blue Darter Sports Central and all the programs you hear on 1520 WBCW are supported by Florida Door Solutions. Do you have garage door problems? Florida Door Solutions has your solution. You can find them at com. That's fladoor.com, or just give them a call at 866-FLA-DOOR and tell them you're in a Apopka Blue Darter. Going to go to break in just a minute. When we come back, I'd like to talk about other aspects because you know john this is kind of really an interesting season to look ahead to you know last year was very veteran team as we talked about and you know kind of everybody had uh, or a lot of people kind of had a preconceived notion or some ideas of how things would go which expecting a lot of success which we had a lot of success now there's a lot of changes in the program you know uh, uh, long-time defensive coordinator Coach Rolson, has has moved on. It's not back. Uh, of course, our offensive line coach Coach Delgado got a head job, and, and he's gone. And those are huge. You know, they, they were huge parts of the Blue Garter program. So, yeah, you know, we've got new coaches in, in those areas. Of course, as we've already talked about. The entire backfield, as, as I put it, ninety-five to ninety-nine percent of the total offense left. And, but, but in a way, just and as I mentioned, this to Coach D um, recently it seems like he's kind of a little got an extra spring in his step. He seems like he's kind of optimistic about about this year. But anyway, regardless, a lot of different changes, which gives us a lot to talk about. Talking about prospects for the upcoming season, of course, as we mentioned um, in the pat on a few of our more recent shows, a lot of changes on the team in Apopka. You have a long-time assistant coaches. Some of them have, have left. We've got new uh, key assistant coaches like Coach Tom Pellucci had a defensive line coach, defensive coach, defensive coordinator, a new offensive line coach. I think i understand understand Coach Coggle moves over to coach the offensive line and a lot of new players, too. We lost a lot of key players, sure which is part of it in high school football, but we've got a, an exciting bunch of new players coming up from the freshman team and as, um, as and other places as well. So really excited
4: about the season and certainly especially bringing it to you right here on 1520 WBZW every Friday night. You know, and uh, this is probably going to be our last broadcast here at Porky's because school's starting and we're going to be back in the cafeteria. So definitely come on out today, enjoy this beautiful sunshine, and have lunch. Perfect place to kick off your weekend. Porky's Original
2: Barbecue right in the heart of downtown at Popka. Now, I also want to remind you that Blue Water Sports Central, all the programs you hear on 1520 WBZW are. Made possible by our friends over at Florida Door Solutions. Do you have garage door problems? Florida Door Solutions has your solution. You can find them at fladoor.com. door dot com. That's FLA door dot com, or give them a call at eight six six F L A door and tell them you're an Apopka Blue Darter. Well, Joe, let's um, talk about the upcoming game, and I've got, we're pleased, of course, we're very uh, you know it's a great thing to have the Apopka Chief, John Perry's coverage in the Apopka Chief. And he had an excellent interview with Coach Darlington this week. And one of the, of course, one of the things they talked about was the upcoming preseason game versus Daytona Mainland. And, you know, I've always said generally I'm not one that gets real excited about the spring games and the preseason games because they're essentially exhibition games. But, you know, different coaches take them differently. Coach Darlington has taken it a variety of different ways. Sometimes he'll, you know, play, uh, you know, not really show even his, his the offense he plans to use. In the past and then other times he's uh, taken it very seriously and i think that's what he did in the spring game against Arn city university uh, that was almost like a
4: like just a regular season game sure it was you know and and even though this game's not going to count the coach said he's playing to win it's going to be uh televised exactly it's we'll, going to be a huge match we'll be broadcasting of course as joe said before kickoff seven thirty.
2: Uh, spectrum formerly right house will have the game on television And so the eyes of the Central Florida football world will be right here on the Apopka Blue Darters this Friday night. Of course, Daytona Mainland is a powerhouse, a longtime powerhouse in high school football in the state of Florida. In recent years, they played in state championship games. They go to the playoffs virtually every single year and have over the past 10 to 15 years or more, so it's a real top-quality opponent. Couldn't have a better opponent, and um, that's exactly what Coach Darlington wanted.
4: You know, one of his concerns was, you know, the Blue Daughters not being as deep as he would like them to be. They cannot afford to have anybody get hurt. And that's one of the things that John, that uh, Coach
2: D was quoted as in the Apopka Chief today in his conversation with John Perry. Quote, uh, Coach Darlington said, we don't have any depth, and that's a concern. It's um. He also said, "Was um, and I'm paraphrasing here in the article that he would take this uh, essentially like a like you know, he was going to go all out to, to win this game and make a good showing because sure. of course it's a it's a big deal. People from all over the state will be, will be uh, have their eye on it, and of course it's just a great way to get the guys prepared in a big time atmosphere for the regular season, especially with a lot of young and players. a tough season that's coming up for them. Most then,
4: most of the games are on the road, could be road waters, warriors. Six and the out of ten
2: regular season games are on the road. Absolutely, and we would be going to places like."
1: The players, the coaches, the game plan. We've got it all for you for the 2017 season. This is the 2017 Apopka Blue Darter Football Preview. Let's get back to it with Roger Franklin Williams on 1520 WBZW. Your voice of the Apopka Blue Darters.
2: Welcome back to the 2017 Apopka Football Preview, presented by Porky's Original Barbecue, Water Door Solutions, Dr. Patrick St. Germain, St. Germain Chiropractic at Burn Fat Orlando, and the new Charlie Granger's Hot Dogs brisket, and barbecue. Right now, we're pleased to be speaking with a Popka Blue Darter Athletic Director and former Apopka Blue Darter Baseball alumni, Russell Wombles. Russell, thank you for joining us to talk about the 2017 football season.
5: Uh, no problem, Roger. Glad
2: to be here. Now, first of all, let me uh, start by saying welcome back. Welcome back home. You know, you uh, had a great playing career at Apopka, which in, not only included, of course, uh, a standout career for the Blue Darter Baseball team, but also being the starting quarterback on an outstanding a Popka Junior High football team coached by Coach Marcellus Alexander back in the day. Um, but then also, you served as our athletic director during some great times, and then most recently, I've been over at Dr. Phillips. So it's great to have you back. Uh, you know back wearing the, the royal blue and white.
5: Well, it's uh, fantastic to be back home.
2: Now, can you tell us a little bit about uh, your your thoughts as we as we embark upon the season? Because I know not only are you the you know, the man charged with running the athletic department as the athletic director, but you're also a huge Blue Dart fan too. So, just uh, share a little thoughts about uh, with us about the way you're looking at the 2017 season.
5: Well, I mean, you know, I'm excited. This will be my first football season back. I came back in January after the football season. Um, um, you know, over at Dr. Phillips, I was fortunate that we we were able to play in the state championship game. Uh, you know, and we had lost a really tough uh, game to a poppy last year at a poppy. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm just, you know, looking forward to to the first season back. A lot of excitement, you know, a lot of good young talent, and, uh, you know, mixed with some some good uh, returnees, I think, uh, makes for a, uh, a potential for a, a special year.
2: Now, of course, as a you know, former player, I mean, I'll, I'll stick on this vein, talking to you more about, you know, f- of a fan and a former player. Um, and i know you have a keen eye who are some of the, the the players and players or aspects of the team that you would encourage fans to keep an eye on this year
5: well you know it's not you know um, it's not popular you know to keep an eye on the uh, interior linemen, but our offensive line is going to be you know from what I understand as good as as any you know with you know a couple of uh, you know major college prospects and uh, you know another kid or two that, that's gonna you know, play at the next level, and uh, so that's a special group. I'm sure Coach is really excited about that. You know, the people toting the ball that everybody's, you know, paying most attention to, those are going to be really young kids. So it's uh, nice to have those big veterans uh, on the offensive line to run behind.
2: We're speaking with Russell Womble's athletic, athletic director at Popka High School. And now, Russell, can you – one of the things, obviously, that jumps out uh, looking at you know take a look ahead at the season is the schedule which is you know loaded with some of the top football programs not just in central Florida, such as uh you know Dr. Phillips and of course West Orange is in our district. Uh Wekaiva, who's supposed to be you know, I think you know, might you know, could be very good this year and is loaded with talent and it's also a district game, but also around the state of Florida, uh Miami, Norland, uh Mandarin from Jacksonville, and of course Lakeland High School, which is Coach Darlington's alma mater. In fact, he'll be going up against his old uh, head coach, his former head coach, Coach Bill Castle. Um, can you talk about how the the process of putting that schedule together and the 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 process of collaboration with you and Coach Darlington, and just how that all comes comes up comes to you know, into being?
5: Well, you know, we, we we contract games two years out, and uh, generally the the idea is to try to play home and away. You know, a home first year and away in the sector or vice versa. Um, so you know we have a required six Metro conference games that we have to play. And we have district games that are required. So the first thing we do is we go into the district planning meeting. We get our district game scheduled. Then we start looking to, to fill our, uh, whatever, um, however many more we need. I think we need two more Metro games to get our required six in. Then we start looking to get those. And then, uh, we start just looking around. We always want to play at least a couple of high quality opponents, uh, preferably not locally, uh, uh, you know, somebody that, that we most likely would not see early in the playoffs if possible. But, uh, you know, the, the big challenge is this. We would like to play more non-conference, non-district games against local schools within an hour. Uh, the problem that you have at a, at an Apopka or, a Dr. Phillips, I have the same challenge there putting together football schedules is, uh, we're pretty good, you know, and people would rather not play us, you know, given the option. So, uh, it, you know it's, it's a challenge it is it is a challenge I mean there's there's years I mean you think we may not get 10 games it's it's that difficult but um you know we we're really fortunate uh, I don't know that we were looking to play you know all of the big boys that were playing uh, that's just the way it felt in our lap. you know we would have probably preferred to have uh you know one more game that, that was a little little easier on the uh, you know on the uh, on the team or something going into a district game but we just don't we don't we don't get that opportunity, but, uh, but it's, a, you know, it's a good problem to have people don't want to play you because you're good and, and we get it. And, and, uh, you know, it's, you know, something to kind of be proud of, but, uh, we sure would like to have some of those, uh, some of those games back that, that help us draw larger crowds. I mean, obviously Miami, New Orleans, not going to bring a bunch of people. Um, but as far as schedule, I, you know, you'd be hard pressed to find too many teams in the state of Florida. That has a tougher schedule than ours, but, uh, but our kids and our coaching staff, they'll you know, they'll rise to the challenge. They always do, and you know, it's the type of schedule that prepares you, you know, for a potentially long run in the playoffs, and that's our objective. So,
2: absolutely. And one thing that I, observation I made to somebody is, um, you know, we with Coach Darlington, we pretty much have to play a, a very tough schedule because look what happened last year. I mean, a lot of the teams on the schedule going into the season uh, looked like they were going to be tough teams. Now, some of them had off years, but still. Seven out of nine games were run, wound up with a running clock. Seven out of nine names, games were blowouts, and and, and it, which included some you know, very quality teams. So anyway, um, you know I think if anybody's prepared to play a play a really really tough schedule, it's Coach Darlington and and, and his Apopka Blue Garters. Um, and, right. and um and as you said, it's it, it's going to help with the new district uh, format anyway.
5: Right. Or should help. Yeah, I mean with the new with the new uh, playoff format. Uh, you know, with the wild card teams and so forth. I mean, here's the deal. You know, your goal is to win the district championship. You win the district championship, um, you know, you're in the playoffs. So you don't have to worry about being one of those top four teams. But then, uh, you know, you're you're playing for seeding. You know, because being the district champion does not automatically make you a uh, number one seed in your region, you know, they re, you know, they reseed. they're going to seed those at the end of the year. So, you know, and a lot of that, you know, you get points based upon the quality of opponents and there's so many different factors go into it. So, you know, we feel like it's a, you know, it's a great opportunity for us, but yeah, I, I should say though, there, you know, there, there's a couple of reasons people don't want to play us. Number one, we're, we're pretty good. We're also very physical and, uh, you know, in, in a positive you know way. And uh, so people don't like to, you know, get beat up and then have to go, go play a, uh, uh, within the rules, obviously, but uh, and then have to, you know, play a tough game the following week. And uh, obviously, you know, what we do offensively is not something that's common. So, you know, that's another another reason people don't want to play us too much is they don't really want to face uh, something like that because um, they don't see it, you know, the rest of the year. And uh, they don't really have time to, you know, it's, it's hard to prepare for that offense in a couple of days. So yeah, there's a lot of factors, but the biggest thing is uh, – you know, everybody would like to try to find some people they can beat, and uh, we're not necessarily that that person. So,
2: <laughs> exactly, and and I think you know, for, from a fan's perspective, um, the end result is is a very interesting slate of games. You know, a, a game where every game is a is, is really going to be a game that people really want to watch and care about, uh, which is great. Now, Russell, we got about uh, four minutes. I w- would like to ask you now to talk about the off the field aspect of, of Coach Darlington's program and and you know the popular athletic program because. You know, I mean, we could talk all day or into day, in days and weeks about just to, on the field because coach D's teams are always so interesting. But and the other teams in Apopka High School have such success as well. But really, I would say uh, Coach Darlington's number priority with this football team is to to have you know, to ha- have a, have a a team, you know, an organization where the young men really learn the, the lessons that are going to help them be better people and better citizens uh, <coughs> off the field um, now. Uh, and and in life, can you address that a little bit?
5: Yeah, I mean, we you know we take a great deal of pride in in, uh, in what you know our coaching staff brings to the table. We try to find people who who are excellent coaches to give our kids the best opportunity to be successful both on and off the field, and uh, you know people who uh, who are going to teach our kids you know uh, work ethic and and uh, teamwork and sportsmanship as well as as uh, uh, what it's like to. Uh, to be part of something bigger than yourself, you know, and, uh, and 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 Coach Darlington, you know, the the type of program he runs, are, you know, no one does it better, you know, from that perspective, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, they use the motto "Hoka Hey." essentially is what that means, is to, uh, you know, lay down your yourself for the betterment of of uh of the of the group, you know. So, uh, but yeah, it with some of our new coaches we've hired. I mean, I, I'm I'm so fortunate to to have had the opportunity to hire some of these guys man and they're going to bring the same type stuff to the table that you see in our football program that we're just i mean we're, we're really fortunate i mean we got top-notch coaches uh great kids uh great parent support great community and uh, um you know we're, we're really proud of what we do both on and off the field
2: Yeah, absolutely you should be and it's great to have you back as our athletic director Russell, I want to thank you for joining us. It's, uh, we're looking forward to the season, looking forward to seeing you at the games, and um, we appreciate you sharing some great information with us on our special program today.
5: All right. Thanks, Roger.
2: Friends, Russell Wombles, Athletic Director at Apopka High School. And it's great to have Russell back. Well, friends, before we go into the break here in about a minute and a half or so, I once again want to remind you, those that, that aren't aware, and you know, we, I know we have new listeners every time we come on the air, is 1520 WBZW is your on-air home for Apopka Blue Daughter football this year. Joe Ferraro and I will, once again, broadcast the play-by-play for you, and it'll all begin on Friday, August the 18th, with the preseason game, which, talking about um, tough competition and big games, even though the preseason game does not count in regular season standings, it's essentially an exhibition game, Apopka will be playing one of the you know, one of the elite teams, as are we, um, in the state. Daytona Mainland will visit Roger Williams Field, and that will kick off the season. We'll be, of course, right there. That game will actually start at 7.30. Most of the games will start at 7 p.m. this year, but that particular one will start at 7.30, and our kickoff will have the kickoff for you, Joe Fouarro and I. And then every Friday, we'll be right here live for the games on 1520 WBCW. Most kickoffs will be 7 p.m. So I'm looking forward to having you join us for hopefully what will be another Great season. As we talked about, the Blue Daughters will be playing some of the truly elite teams uh, across Central Florida and across the state. And of course, we've got a very tough district slate, uh, which includes Evans High School, West Orange, and Wikibo. Well, that's going to do it for this segment. I want to th- thank you for our sponsors once again, uh, Dr. St. Germain and Porky's Original Barbecue, Charlie Granger's, and, of course, to Door Solutions. We'll be right back.
1: This is the 2017 Apopka Blue Darter Football Preview on 1520 WBZW, Apopka's Blue Darter Hometown Station. Stay tuned. There's more on the way. The 2017 Apopka Blue Darter Football Preview rolls on. Here's Roger Franklin Williams.
2: We're speaking right now with Apopka Chief Editor John Perry, who of Editor- John Perry, who of course, as you know, has covered the Blue Darters very closely for over 30 years. He's a foremost authority on Blue Darter football. We're going to go to John in just a moment to get his insights on the team right now and prospects for the 2017 season, and especially some specifics. First of all, I want to let you know that a popular Blue Darter football on 1520 WBZW is Brought to you by some outstanding sponsors, which include, of course, Florida Door Solutions, Dr. Patrick St. Germain, St. Germain Chiropractic, com, Porky's Original Barbecue Apopka, and our brand-new restaurant in town and our brand-new sponsor, Charlie Granger's. Now let's go to John Perry, editor of the Apopka Chief and Planner. And John, first of all, why don't we start with a and have you give us a brief overview of the team as they come off out of spring practice? You know the 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 nice solid win over a, a very quality team, Orange City University, in the spring game, and the guys have been practicing over the summer as well. So just tell us where we are at at this moment as we in the early stages of fall camp.
6: Well, Roger, uh, thanks for having me. And uh, you know the the team's been a lot of conditioning drills over the summer. They were able to get some actual football in uh, at the F- Fellowship of Christian Athletes camp in the last week of July in the land. Uh, there's some limited contact there. Uh, you know, they just run plays. It's a very con- controlled scrimmage, but uh, it's it's with the football and there's a little bit of hitting going on. Not much. Um, certainly not like the practice is once the pads come on. And so, uh, you know, as <laughs> the team heads toward toward the, the season. You know the we know about the the veteran offensive line on that side of the ball, and then the the youngsters behind them who will be carrying the ball. It'll be the old guys blocking for the young guys up front. Uh, uh, you know the 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 offensive line with Will Barnes and Ed Montella, certainly the headline guys, but uh, not taking a backseat talent wise and or uh, effort wise to them is Cedric Bradford. Uh, one of the, the guards and, and then, uh, Wilbert Peterson and Jake Coggle, the center. Uh, you know, Barnes and Montellus, uh, are wanted by a lot of the top programs in the Southeast, uh, not just the Southeastern Conference, but the, the Southeastern United States. I know North Carolina is hot and heavy over Will Barnes, as are the Florida Gators, and they would like to get Montellus and Barnes, and that wouldn't be a shock if both of them ended up there. But, uh, this is, this is a high school we're still talking about, and, uh, they're going to do a great job. I know for a Popka up front, as will the other guys. And then, uh, you know, the, the the offensive backfield, as you know, Roger uh, Cornelius Williams is the old guy coming back, and he had well over 200 yards rushing yards last, last year as a sophomore. And he's he's just going to be a junior, so he's he's the old guy in the group. There's not a senior among the the uh, skill offensive running backs, the uh, skill position guys, whatever you'd like to call them, in Popka offense is obviously run first, so and most. So uh but uh you know we've got got some youngsters, that uh, Jick Cory and Davis Hamilton of course had the big uh effort and production in the in the spring game against our city university, uh pushing three hundred and eighty yards rushing, uh three touchdowns, uh just all up and down the field on, on several long runs. Uh with that single wing offense Apaka has and uh you know Jackson Darlington, third son of the head coach. Uh, we'll will see the ball, and he'll he'll be uh, running that that same spot. He and Jacory and David Hamilton will will switch off, and, and depending on the situation and what play is called, they'll they'll be uh, running the offense out of the single wing. And so we got a guy uh, named Akeem Brown who was not uh, a part of spring practice, but uh, he'll he'll be there uh, as as a running back and. And uh, they've got a couple other kids who who will, you know, this offense, uh, you know, as I've mentioned to you before, the offense will not be one of those where uh, one guy is likely to have multiple 300-yard-plus games, Uh, whereas you might have, if you have, say, 400 yards rushing for a popka then you're liable to have uh, um, the – if you have a, a, a guy a pop rushing for a lot of the yardage, it's liable it to be three or four guys splitting it up. Uh, so anyway, bottom line is, you know, this offense is, I don't expect a whole lot of drop in production, mainly because the guys up front are very good and they're very experienced. Um, that being said, we we know what the schedule looks like this year. It's a much, much tougher schedule than we've had in the past, especially last, compared to last year when some of the teams that are normally Pretty good. We're, we're down last year, so uh, you know the the schedule sets up to especially up front. Uh, you know we're, we're a pop because the the tougher games will be, but then the the next to last game is the wakiva game, and we we know that Lakaiva's uh, bringing back ten, maybe eleven starters on on defense back, and from a defense that frankly. Uh, Play the popka as well as anybody did last year popka had a couple breaks there late to, to screw, end up scoring thirty eight points but uh, it was it was certainly not typical of that uh, a popka offense the the rest of the game so i'm I'm expecting a a pretty good contest there but but up front you know with Lakeland and dr Phillips both those games on the road third and fourth games uh it, it's certainly looking like a an interesting season uh non District games that are as tough as, as you want to see if you're in Popka.
2: Definitely. Just a lot of kind of exciting twists and turns uh, in this upcoming 2017 wow. season for the Apopka Blue Darters. And once again, I remind all of our listeners that 1520 WBZW is your on-air home for Apopka Blue Darter football. Once again, this fall, we'll get the action started on Friday evening, August the 18th, with the preseason game versus visiting Daytona mainland and that kickoff will be seven thirty PM. Now, John, why don't we talk specifically about Jacorian Davis Hamilton, because one of the, the, you know, the, the wrinkles, if you will, about this particular team and upcoming season is that the entire starting backfield uh, graduated a lot of really great players there, Dimitri Birch, of course, uh, who's gone on to Oregon to play uh, on a scholarship. Um, but it, it it opens the door for a brand new crop of young guys, as you mentioned. And at least in the spring game, Jacorian Davis Hamilton really excelled with over 300 yards rushing, three long touchdowns. He was even three for three passing. Tell us a little bit more about him.
6: Well, he last year he ran the uh, he was the freshman uh, single wing, and it's not called quarterback in the single wing, but uh, that's the, the position. The ball is snapped to that position most of the time. Uh, if there's a pass to be thrown, it's generally out of that position. So uh, it's it's um, certainly one of those situations where uh, he knows the offense. Uh, obviously, I think in the spring they they kept it fairly simple. But Apopka runs its simple single wing offense very very efficiently. They're very good at it. These kids grow up that they they can run it in their sleep, um, and and you know. When the pop had issues on offense it's then, because they're trying to maybe do a little too much, but but you've got to be able to diversify. I, I don't think there's any doubt about that. And to Corey and Davis Hamilton, he's he's going to get better as a passer, uh, I'm sure. I mean, he's just a sophomore, and so we we know he can can run the ball. We saw that against, as you said earlier, a quality team at Arm City University in the spring, and it was spring. But those kids were playing just as hard as they would be if it was September or October. Um, and so he he was able to break free, and he's, he's kind of deceptively fast. He makes people miss. He's not going to uh, necessarily blaze. Uh, you know, you, you don't look at him and say, wow, he's, he's really pumping those feet. He almost glides more than he runs, uh, at least in appearance. And I, but he, he gets makes people miss. He, he can slough off tackles real well. He doesn't just bowl over people because he's just not that big. Uh, but he's, he's, uh, he, he runs the ball well, has good, good innate abilities. And, uh, and then you throw in the, the Apopka offense with those guys up front. And, uh, there's no doubt he's going to have a big year. And, and I think there's, you know, a lot ahead for him as a ball player. Uh, He's starting to get attention from the colleges already, and that's, that's the way it works these days. You know, he's a, a sophomore in high school, and, <clears throat> you know, the, the main time is, is the sophomore and junior years. If You, you know, certainly junior year. I, you know, some of the, the way that some of these Apopka kids in the past few years have been recruited, Robert Thomas had led Florida in rushing for Apopka in, in his senior year but because he had played defensive back his junior year, he got no uh, big-time offers uh, from scholarships. Zach Darlington played quarterback for Popkin and won a state title, led the way his junior year, and uh, got hurt in that first game in South Carolina and didn't play at all. He played less than uh, four quarters of football his senior year, but still uh, ended up in Nebraska on, on scholarship. So, you know, if you can make hay while, while you're a sophomore especially, and then a junior, uh, you're going to get some attention from from the colleges, especially here in Florida where there's just so much talent. And uh, Davis Hamilton uh, looks like he's well on his way to doing that. You never know. Things happen. But, uh, you know, hopefully he'll stay healthy. And, and right now everything seems to be cooking with his ability to learn the offense, stay within the confines of that offense, and and, and produce that way.
2: We're speaking with John Peary on today's special preview of Apopka Blue Darter Football. Of course, John is the editor of the Apopka Chief and Planner Newspapers and has covered Apopka Blue Darter Football and athletics for over 30 years. Now, John, I'd like to ask you, and we've got about four minutes left, um, another interesting uh, thing to look at as we head into the new season is the, the Blue Darter defense, too, because I think, I guess, one of the main themes of this entire team as we head into a new season is the word new. Yeah, we've got a lot of changes, more so probably than we, certainly than we had last year, and more than uh, most of the time, I think, when Coach D- Darlington's been here, we've got a lot of new players in the backfield on offense, as we talked about. Um, also, uh, uh, some key coaches over the past several years have, have, let, have gone on to other opportunities. Uh, one of those is Coach Jeff Rolson, our longtime defensive coordinator. And we, so we have a new coordinator on defense, and I'm sure uh, some new players coming up on defense. And um, just tell us about how, how the defense looks from your assessment for this year. And I will say, I will add briefly, once again, not to not to overstate or put too much stock in the spring game, but the defense looked very sharp in the spring game um, You know, on balance overall.
6: Oh, I, I agree with you, Roger. Tom Pellucci is now running the defense as, in, as defensive coordinator. He's, he's familiar with the program. He's been here for his second time here. Uh, the last five or six years, and you know, he's been defensive backs coach. He's uh, a fiery guy. He's uh, uh, can can get in the f- your face kind of guy. Uh, but he's he's running the offense. They'll probably have a little more uh, in terms of uh, gambling going on in terms of blitzes and and certain packages like that. That doesn't mean they're going to be bringing try to be bringing seven or eight every every time there's a, a passing play uh, or apparent passing time. Uh, but you know he's going to have situation where he's probably going to blitz a little more than in the past uh will continue to run the four three with four defensive backs uh you know and, and they'll they'll try to coach them up a little better i guess i you know um they'll be i think they'll be pretty good in the defensive backfield uh, we'll see uh the two corners so chance bush and anthony fieldings are are uh, small guys yet i think they'll they'll cover pretty well especially chance bush he's a He's been elsewhere and, and been at private schools before, and, and now he's he lives in the pop and is going to play for his hometown team now. So um, I think he'll do a good job. And, and, you know, Matt Anderson continues to coach the defensive line. And, you know, Matt's been around long enough to, to know that he's going to produce guys up front who can play. And it uh, doesn't mean they're going to be perfect, uh, but, but they're certainly going to be strong and, and uh you know he's got probably seven, maybe eight guys who can play up front, so that's a good number to have, especially on defensive line as you're as you're trying to to uh to control the especially the running game, stop the run first. That's what you gotta do. Uh but also we've seen the topic of defense stop the run and then lose in the passing. So gotta be able to get pressure up front but also cover in the back. So uh you know um you know every once in a while it's not gonna work out but uh you know uh the if the defense can come to where they can make things challenging for opposing quarterbacks then that's that's what you want and it starts with the rush, but also you don't want guys who are just running out loose on in the defensive backfield where a quarterback could could easily hit them even with a strong pass rush so uh i i do i'm looking forward to seeing how this defense uh holds up this year and i and I think they've got a pretty good chance of being pretty good uh you know, the offense we know is going to put up some points, uh, it would seem to me, and with that letter an offensive line and some talented yeah. youngsters in the back. Um, but the defense looks like it's going to be able to to improve as the season goes along. The problem is some of those early games won't, uh, will, will certainly be big tests for them.
2: Well, John, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for a great overview, and we look forward to seeing you at the games.
6: Sure thing. Thank you, Roger.
2: John Perry, editor of the Apopka Chief and Planner, with his overview of the season. We appreciate John joining us, and uh, we'll be back in a moment. Before we go to break, I want to remind you that this special Blue Garter football preview is sponsored by our friends at fort door Solutions, the new Charlie Granger's hot dogs, brisket, and barbecue, Dr. Patrick St. Germain, St. Germain Chiropractic, and Orlando.com, and, of course, Porky's original barbecue Apopka. We'll be right back. Pleased to be joined by Dan LaForest, former Blue Garter quarterback, 85 to 87. And we're talking a pop of Blue Garter football. Just learned that Scott Garland will not be able to join us. But anyway, it's always great to speak with Scott. We look forward to speaking with him again soon. And we'll continue to talk about Blue Garter football, which of course kicks off with a preseason game live from home at Roger Williams Field starting on Friday. August the 18th, kickoff at 7 p.m. And we'll have all the action and throughout the entire regular season and hopefully all the way to the state championship game. At least that's what I'm planning on. I'm planning on it, too. On 1520 WBZW and, importantly, 1520 WBZW.com. You can listen to the games uh, throughout, across Florida, around America and across the world on
4: 1520 WBZW.com. And, Joe, tell them about the 1520 WBZW app. Go download it. Go to your app store, download, look for 1520 WBZW, download the app literally anywhere on the planet. If you've got a signal, you've got the station, you can hear the ball games, And we'd love to hear from all of the Blue Garters listening yeah, no around the country
2: and around the world on 1520 WBZW.com or with the 1520 WBZW phone app. And we were just talking about the schedule, which is really one of the most exciting schedules. You know, I think any team would be playing this year. As we talked about, we've upgraded the schedule in terms of terms of difficulty for a variety of reasons. One of which that's uh, kind of necessitated by the the new playoff format, which that is based on a point system. Sport, a point system based on difficulty of schedule. And I it's think also, you have to be a trigonometry major to understand. Yeah, yeah. I'm it. not even going to try to try to get into it. Um, but it's also uh, necessitated because we need to find people that we can that can compete with us. There's no other, no other way to put it. We had seven games last year out of nine. that had a running clock. We're blowoffs, blow-outs at, high, at, at halftime. So, but anyway, let's let's go down the schedule right now, and uh, and uh, so that you'll know. We'll, after the preseason game with with Mainland, who of course is a powerhouse, Daytona Mainland, which is a powerhouse. Of course, that game doesn't count on the regular season uh, schedule. We start the regular season at Okoy. Now they were a, they were a district champion last year. So yeah, they were a very uh, very substantial team, and you know they've been a long time rival. In fact, the very first victory.
4: A pop you ever had in football was against Okoye, back in the day, 1933. So that's when John Land was playing for them, right? He was in eighth grade, actually, that year. <laughs> but he was at the game.
7: Well, and Okoye also has a new new coaching staff this year, too. So, you know, how does that play into, you know, the equation? That's going to be interesting to find out as yeah, well.
2: they lost their coach to Lake Highland, which was interesting. Now, um, also, after that, week two will be Miami Norland coming up to play us. That game will be at home. That'll be our home opener, and of course, uh, I think New Orleans was about 500 last year, but they play in a very tough, tough division. And of course, as we all know, any team out of Dade County in South Florida is going to be loaded with talent.
7: Well, not only that, they're going to travel well, so that's why it's so important for a Popka to show up even more at that game and give them a little bit of hometown cooking.
2: Then a game I think that'll be probably the marquee game in the state. Week three is Lakeland, Popka versus Lakeland, at Lakeland. And, of course. That's a huge game. uh, Aficionados know that Coach Darlington played for Lakeland High School. A lot of eyes will be on that ball game simply because of that. In fact, his coach, Coach Bill Castle, is still the head coach at Lakeland. In fact, uh, and and Coach Darlington has spoken about uh, Coach Castle was a major influence in his life and in his coaching career. So anyway, that that is a game that, first of all, Popka versus Lakeland at Lakeland's going to be a huge big deal anyway, but then you've got the added spice of Coach Darlington going back, playing on the field as a coach where he played as a high school player, playing against his former coach.
7: You know, it's funny, we were talking about geographic football here a little while ago, and... and uh... You know, different regions well, breed different is, types. You know, tough football. Yeah. And Polk County <laughs> boys. You know, back, you know, you, you know, a few years ago, we actually had Winter Haven on the schedule, and they were always tough to play against.
4: Wow,
2: oh, yeah. Oh. Polk, Polk County is one of those real hotbeds of, of high school football, and it, and it literally has been, I think, ever since football <laughs> for over a hundred years.
7: Absolutely. So, you know, the thing about Lakeland too, you're on the road, and you're setting a tone because the next week, we're, we're in the hot, we're in the hotbed.
2: Doctor Phillips. Yeah. At Dr. Phillips, and of course, and they're Dr. always Phillips, a challenge. They're always loaded with talent. They're always really, really good. They played in the state championship game last year. In fact, they were went, leading until right at the end. They got to get away from them. But also, let's point out, we beat like Dr. Phillips last year, fourteen to fifteen to fourteen, in, in an
4: incredibly great game. down fact, to the last second Yeah, we were down yeah, uh, fourteen nothing, nothing at right? halftime. Yeah,
7: yeah. And, and the thing is, is it seems like every year it's either or. It's yeah. one of us. And, you know, it's going to be Popka, it's going to be Dr. Phillips. So that's why this game is so pivotal in the almost the middle of the schedule here.
2: And there's a phenomenal history with Dr. Phillips. In fact, the year 2012, when we won the state championship, they beat us first game of the season at Dr. Phillips. I think beat us by 17 points, if you will. And then we had to meet them again in the playoffs, and we beat them. In the playoffs to get to the state championship game. So that's the kind of rivalry that is. It's two elite teams, and and it's always a huge game whenever they play.
7: Well, and the funny thing, too, is even going back talking old school. Their first head football coach was Gary Pricer, who was the athletic director at at Apopka. And then right after that, the new head coach was Chip Gurkey.
2: And um, then after Dr. Phillips, we've got Boone for homecoming. Of course, that's the Boone that uh, Dan was just telling us about he debut made his varsity debut against Boone and Boone's a little bit better than they were. Yeah, they're a little <laughs> different of days. a program.
7: You know, <laughs> I tell you, Andy Johnson's done a wonderful job taking that program and, and, and keeping it steady. They they are turning out some really nice football players over there now.
2: A scrappy team. Coach Johnson's an excellent coach. Always has a bunch of guys that love to play. A lot, a lot of guys uh, always has a team that's seemingly uh, uh, overachieving out there. So uh, week five will be Boone for homecoming. Then week six, which will be Friday, September 29th, at Evans. Evans, in recent years, has not been good in terms of wins and losses, but they've always got talent. They had a lot of talented players last year. Yeah, they did. And their coach, as Dan had mentioned off the air, is Greg Thompson, who's a, a Blue Rider football player as well. In fact, Greg Thompson was on that first team of, of that legendary, now legendary 1978 team, Chip Gerke's first team at a Apopka. Which won our first district championship?
7: Well, you know, even even you're talking about loaded talent. You know, Roger, you and I have been talking about how we were talking about the NFL players over over the years. Apopka has in the in the area. Apopka has put more people in the NFL. Evans is number two.
2: uh, Two, and once again, that's a rivalry. Uh, the first game against Evans goes back to fifty-nine or sixty or something like that. So, and it's a, it's a neighborhood another neighborhood rivalry. What they're six, they're six miles down the road.
7: And and during the eighties, it was the Gurky well, brothers. The Gerky Bowl, absolutely. So, you know, Bill versus Chip, Chip and and that was uh, that that that's what Chip used to call the bragging rights for Thanksgiving.
2: And and to give you an idea of the intensity of that game, that was back in the days, if I'm not mistaken, only one team made it out of each district, and so we would they, we were in the same dit So we, that game usually played. At near the end of the season, if not the last game of the season, determine who was going to come out of the district and even make the playoffs. And the loser didn't even make the playoffs.
7: Yeah, and usually it was it was kind of a it was kind of a hat trick scenario. It was either a Popka, Evans, or Winter Park.
2: Then after Evans, we have we're at Jacksonville Mandarin. We're going to make another trip up to Jacksonville, and Mandarin is, is a very quality program. And yeah, it of course, is Jacksonville is another area, a hotbed of high school football. A lot of great high school football in the Jacksonville area, non-district game. Then, now the season starts. If it, if it wasn't already interesting enough, now the season's really going to start getting interesting. With week eight, we play West Orange at home uh, for another district game. And, of course, every district game's crucial because only one week, only the champions going gonna, to you know, get the automatic bid for the playoffs. West Orange at home, you know, West Orange under Bob Head has really been a, a, an outstanding team. That, uh, and then last year, they just uncharacteristically went 2-8, and eight. so it'll be interesting to see how they bounce back from 2-8, and eight. and I'm expecting them to be more like the the good teams at West Orange exactly. is tackling and not the 2-8 and eight Well, team.
7: you know, it was at the Miami Hurricanes once said, we don't rebuild, we reload, so we're going to find out what West Orange has got. But, you know, you, you take a look, and it, and it seems like over the years everybody's trying to figure out who the true rivalry is, and it's always been West Orange. You know, West Orange is the true rivalry for the Apopka area.
2: And once again, that game goes back all the way to... Uh, first year we ever had football 1933 you know back in the day that was it was winter garden lakeview and you know through various machinations now west orange is the school that represents the town of winter garden exactly but but still at that uh, the the public school from winter garden and apopka been playing since 1933 and that is, is a rivalry of almost unmatched intensity and then and that's not even talking about the district aspect of it and the fact that you got to win the game, um, it's most likely it's a must-win to, to win the district, yeah. especially late in the year. Week 9 will be a bye. That's Friday, October 20th. And then the Week 10, which will be the ninth game of the seat, will be actually the ninth game of the season, is against Week Hiva at home October 27th, and that's senior night as well. And that game most very possibly could be for the district championship.
4: That's going to be a very tough game because Wikiva's looking great. They looked great last year. Yeah, you kind
2: of hate to see them get to the level where they've gotten, you know, for uh, up until I believe last year
4: there would only been one game where we didn't score at least 50 points on them, and that was, I think, 49. It, it <laughs> but at to but, the point it was sad we were beating them so badly. It's good to see them, you know having at least some good players
7: yeah and honestly you never want to beat down a team so you're always yeah. excited to no, see them rise I, I up. I don't know.
4: I, frankly i loved it my favorite game i was say the, beat down I, well, I, like the, I like the 83 unless it's, we uh, hung on them.
7: unless it's dr phillips or <laughs> yeah, west orange yeah. then the beat down's okay but you know uh you know what kind of is kind of like your little brother
4: you know what exactly i agree with that except not so little man they're, if you yeah. see them, they're they're huge in fact uh they're the all Sentinel, your size, Dan. The Sentinel <laughs> came
2: out with uh, rankings, and they had uh, like five or six times more players uh, ranked highly than, than we did. So. we we'll, we'll pleased to be joined by Coach Darlington. and Coach, we've got, I think, one minute. All right, let's go. I've got a specific question for you. Curry, two, Curry. two specific questions. What did you think of the offense, and what did you think of the defense? Bad. I thought it
1: was all bad. That's what coaches think every spring. It's just bad. But I think that we'll get better. You know, we saw some good things on both sides and a lot of things we need to work on. And I've looked back at a lot of spring games when we won a state championship and said, oh, my gosh, we are so bad. So that's just how we think. And you go five weeks to play a game, you think you'd be better, but we're not. And so, again, it all comes back to fundamentals and knowledge and want to and how to and who to. And we'll get better. So it's a start, and we have what we have, and we'll try to make something of it. Thanks like for being here to share with us. <laughs> and we uh, can I not get a sub for my class? You've been listening to the 2017 Apopka Blue Darter Football Preview Show. Don't forget to join us for all the hits, touchdowns, and great plays all season long as your home and away voice of Apopka Blue Darter Football. The 2017 Blue Darter Football Preview Show is brought to you by Porky's Real Pit Barbecue, Dr. Saint Germain Chiropractic, and Burn Fan Orlando, Florida
0: Door Solutions, and Charlie Granger's Hot Dog.